0: Yo, 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 what's up? This is Romeo Marquez Jr., founder and creator of Superstar Success University, where we empower you to step into your greatness so that you live a life with purpose and passion. So I'm super excited to have my good friend Jennifer Boyd as our guest today. Jennifer is the CEO and co-founder of the Mommy and Me Cancer Foundation, whose mission is to provide financial and group support to young moms battling cancer who also raise minor children. She is a passionate community leader directing large-scale cancer awareness events and advocacy campaigns. So without further ado, let's welcome the wonderful Jennifer Boyd. What's up, Jennifer, Are you ready to rock this thing? I am. Thank you so much for having me, Romeo. Of course. Awesome. So just a moment ago, I gave the listeners a quick bio of who you are and what you do. I would love for you to go ahead and uh, have you share a little bit more about who you are and what you do.
1: Absolutely. Thank you so much. I My name is Jennifer Boyd, and I am the co-founder and CEO of Mommy and Me Cancer Foundation. So What I do is I basically direct the team that provides support for these young families facing cancer. And I can't wait to tell you guys all about it.
0: Yeah. Tell us more about that foundation.
1: Sure. So Sean O'Neill, my co-founder, and I were pretty much affected by cancer in terms of our family and close friends having cancer. Uh, More specifically, Sean had a a brother um, pass away from cancer at a very young age in his 40s. Mm. And he also had an aunt and an uncle. I myself had a very good friend. Her name was Desiree David. She was 33 when she was diagnosed with cancer and was raising a minor child. So we felt very compelled to want to help um, individuals. And uh, what we found was that typically when we think of cancer patients, we think of them in their 50s, 60s, 70s. But there's a whole genre of, or a whole generation of young adult cancer patients that we want to bring light to. And more specifically, for us, we wanted to help mothers that were in their 20s, 30s, 40s that were also raising minor children. Mm -hmm. So what we found was that the children, in essence, were becoming the other victims of cancer. So we thought it was important that we create support programs that not only support the mom, but they also provide some type of support and uh, help for the children as well.
0: Awesome. And what does that support look like?
1: So they, what we've been able to do is not only raise awareness, but it go above, above and beyond that and provide financial mm-hmm. support, group support, cancer education for the kids through great cartoon books, and we've been able to... Just bring the families together so that they feel as if they have peer-to-peer interaction and there's other families out there that are going through the same journey.
0: I know you have a big event coming up later on this month, and we'll talk about that later. But what what other events do you have that support your foundation?
1: So we've also in the past done galas, and we've had the help of volunteers. This is 100% volu- run by volunteers. And so we've had gals in the past, we've had, uh, this is going to be our fourth annual 5K event, and that's really where we rally the community to come and support the foundation so that we can provide support to the families. In terms of the events that we've done for families, every quarter we have what we call a mommy luncheon, and that's where the moms get together and really you know, exchange notes and, and also get to know each other and really support each other through their journey. And then more recently, we had an event called the Family Mamco Family Sunday, right. and that's where the moms get to bring their spouses and their kids. It's like a fun, fun environment. It's called Billy Bees in Anaheim. And This is where they get to just play and enjoy the day, and be amongst each other, so that they can, you know, obviously build off of that support. Um, but we try to bring them together individually and then as a as a group and families. And then we have those special events where we bring in the community.
0: Beautiful. That's so amazing. Like I I know a lot of the times, a lot of the times we have this idea of wanting to help or create a nonprofit or whatever the case may be. But a lot of people don't move forward with it because of how much work it takes and all that, like Mm -hmm. with the stories and family members in your life. And I know that pushed you forward. But what was the that one thing that like said, you know what, I don't care what it takes. We're doing this. Was there, like, a specific moment that triggered you guys to just take massive action on it?
1: Personally, for me, uh, I was sick at one point, and I was a single mom raising a child. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I needed help. And I realized at that point that once I got better, I knew that, you know what, there are worse things in life. There are mothers out there who are going through more difficult times. And I, I knew at that point I wanted to help them. And I, that kind of is what propelled me to want to say, you know, how, how, however difficult it is, I want to start this foundation. Then as I actually started meeting the moms and the families and seeing the kids and seeing how how, um, how much of a difficult time they were having, that really started to make me say, you know what, okay, how, however difficult this is, I want to make sure that there is a home that they could come home to. Uh, There is a place that they could come home to and really feel like they're getting support. And it snowballed from there. Then we started getting some amazing talent and amazing volunteers wanting to help as well. So we knew within a year that we had something. We knew that we couldn't fall back on not helping these individuals and these families if now we had something that we were creating and existing so it was a snowball effect and it was you know we're we're driven by the fact that we have personal and past experiences and and who hasn't been touched by cancer you know everybody has so you know your listeners and and also our audience our community everybody's getting involved because they know somebody who has or is battling cancer and so What better way to bring everybody together and support a family unit that hasn't really been um, brought to light?
0: Right. Beautiful. I know one of my best friend's mothers, as you know, uh, has just recently passed due to cancer. And, you know, moments like that makes you think more about life and what life is all about. And it's about serving and it's about giving and it's about helping people. It's about making a difference and you are definitely doing that. And so I like applaud you. I bow down to you. I <laughs> standing ovation to you for, for just taking that action because it, it is, it is a huge deal. And, you know, I know you had this idea, but just think about all the families you, you've, you know, impacted. And so with that said, with all those families that you've impacted, is there one, I know there are many stories, but is there one that comes to mind that just, uh, that really touched your heart?
1: Yes, there is. You know, aside from our very first one, Desiree, there, you know, I've, I love her near and, she's near and dear to my heart. But there's one mom in particular, too, that sticks out to my mind almost every day. Mm-hmm. And she was 25 years old. She was very young. And I remember when I walked into her house, she just looked sick. She was extremely thin. You could tell she had cancer. And she was, I think, a month later after meeting her, she had passed. So I had met her at a time when, her body was shutting down. And what resonated in my head was seeing her carry her, her I think he was three years old at the time, mm-hmm. a three-year-old son. And I had a maybe a, a four-year-old son. So I could relate to her. And just seeing how sick she was, that really touched me. So Sean was the one that that brought her to the foundation and then um, just me being able to meet her and her family and seeing how much it has affected uh, her family. She wasn't comfortable telling her family and her friends about what she was going through. But once she met us, I remember she said, I now I'm ready to continue my legend and let people know about what was going on, what's been going on in my life in terms of Dealing with cancer, so she was ready to spread awareness to her story. Mm. That touched me because that meant that someone was willing to leave their legend with our
0: foundation. Yeah wow, I, I get chills and I, I feel like, my, I know. <laughs> my, eye, my, about it. my eyes are like water, like, oh, because <laughs> it it, it, cause it really is about, again, like I was saying, making a difference and you just don't know, like you can't predict these things and, no, and you're you creating that opportunity, that open door to give them permission that it's okay to share your story because your story matters, you know?
1: Yeah. Thank you for reminding me that too.
0: <laughs> that was, yeah, and, and,
1: and that's because it that, is a very difficult. It, it's very difficult to to launch a, a foundation like this. But like I said, I've been very blessed to have extremely talented people say, "I want to help."
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I think that's, that's a key thing. You know, a lot of times just in success in general, people think they can do it on their own, but I, I can tell everybody this right now, there is not one single person in this world who has created the success they've created without other people. Um, You know, whether it be boxers, they say, oh, a boxer is just, you know, an individual sport, but they have coaches, they have that support, Mm -hmm. they have that nutritionist. And, you know, in the same way of like running a a nonprofit, it's having the board and volunteers Mm -hmm. and other families that make you go, oh, yeah, I should be doing that. Or, wow, I I don't have to do this all on my own. Yeah, yeah. It's a
1: team. It takes a team.
0: Yeah. And so how did you start your team?
1: Yeah, so it's just started with Sean and I, and yes. then mm-hmm. I think the next group of individuals we wanted to jump on board with the board of directors. So board of directors obviously guide us in such in, in such big ways. Mm-hmm. Um I think so we've we've got somebody from Apple, we've got somebody from CVS Health, we have board of directors from Allergan Pharmaceuticals, so and Saint Joseph's Heritage So we have individuals that are experts in their field who come and provide us with the guidance that we need to kind of move forward as a a running entity. Um, And then moving forward, creating avenues for volunteers to be able to come and join uh, and and really use their talents, whether it's, you know, the support side, the social worker side, the event side, fund development, three different departments that we created where people could join in and use their talents to kind of help and move us forward. So it's it was our job to just kind of make sure we strategically create the foundation in such a way where it can move forward with this many type of volunteers. So we have an event coming up, which is um, obviously where we have hundreds of volunteers come on race day. So it's just creating an avenue where people have, when they want to come and help, having a place for them to work.
0: Beautiful. You know, I'm I'm thinking about the young people as as you're talking because um, I know that the young people are going to carry on, you know, the mommy's legacy. And what happens uh, with the young people or what is the support you give to the young people after, you know, mommy passes on?
1: So what we try to do is that's what we call the transitionary period. Mm -hmm. Um, If the family loses the mom, then what we'll do is, we'll provide uh, books where they can learn a little bit about understanding when mom's gone or understanding when um, there's someone missing in the family, what to do, how to cope. There's a book that um, Mm -hmm. just helps that the child kind of understand what's going on with this transition. The other thing that we'll do is we'll then connect them with other nonprofit organizations that we've connected with. So their resources probably start at that point where they'll be able to provide counseling Mm -hmm. or camps different things where it could kind of walk the kid through this very difficult journey of either losing their mom or if their mom's still going through um, hospice or different things like that. So mm-hmm. we connect with other nonprofits to just, you know, use other resources. Whatever we can't provide, we know other nonprofits that can.
0: Right. Okay. Cool. And, and I noticed, yeah. you know, there there are moms that, you know, pass on and then there are other moms who just break through and fight through it and beat it over. And so, like, why do you think that happens? Or is it, obviously, it's in God's hands. You know, is it the support? Is it the love? What do you think allows them to fight through and fight strong?
1: Well, I I will say that, you know, for three years now, three plus years that we've been um, in operation, we've been able to support close to or over 200 lives now. So that means that there's a lot of moms coming in, and families at different stages of mm-hmm. cancer. So we accept moms that have all types of cancer, and they're stage one, two, three, or 4. Mm-hmm. And so to answer your question specifically, we want to make sure that these mothers are taken care of and how we kind of address what they do mm-hmm. is they, we try to assess what stage of cancer they're at, and then we'll kind of provide the support based on that. So when we get the moms together, they definitely share stories. They even, they even exchange treatment algorithms that they're going through. One thing that we do is we created, one of our volunteers created a, you know, a private Facebook page. So they actually communicate with each other through Facebook in a private group and that's where they can learn more about each other, talk with each other, then they meet sometimes we'll connect them. If there's a mom that's in stage four cancer and another mom stage four breast cancer, we'll connect them together. And so they get the opportunity to just share their stories with um, a, you know, another mom who's going to do the same thing.
0: Just being around that support, having your support system. So for y'all that are listening out there, think about the support system that you have because like what we were saying mm-hmm. earlier, you can't do it alone. I mean, you can try and you'll eventually get there, but... Having that support accelerates you to making, you know, greater things happen. And so uh, let's talk about your upcoming – or did you want to add on to that?
1: I did, yeah. I just Mm -hmm. want to mention that in terms of the financial support, which is a a big part of what we do, you know, typically when you get a cancer diagnosis, I mean, a lot of the patients do have coverage – health care coverage but even with a cancer diagnosis there's out-of-pocket medical costs there's additional fees for pharmaceutical needs there's there's so many additional costs that are incurred. so a lot of times the financial burden is there and so we try to offset that by providing them with grocery cards gas cards we pay for utilities uh, in some cases special cases will pay for housing and we even have gone as far as pay for backup daycare through kinder care learning centers. So we understand that financial burden is a huge piece to this and that's what we want to make sure we're able to provide as well. So it's, it's a kind of a, like I said, going above and beyond raising awareness, but really providing that, that local um, support. So I think it's really important that the community supports their local nonprofit, you know, local nonprofits are able to provide that direct support, you know, even if we go there and we meet the moms, um, we'll also have some of our beneficiary advocates who are all, or most of them are registered nurses. These are the ones that are dealing closely with the families and the moms. And so we have seen a face-to-face interaction, but we also have uh, different types of interaction. We are able to provide um, that direct and quick support.
0: That's beautiful. So it's going going that extra mile, going that extra mile, above and beyond. And so you have a big event coming up later on this month. What date is Mm -hmm. it? Give us some of that info, girl.
1: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Well, we're really excited about this because it's our flagship event of the year. And this is where, again, we rally the community. We also raise money that supports these carefully designed programs so it's on June 25th Saturday June 25th 2016 and it's going to be at the Angel Stadium in Anaheim an awesome venue nice. and it's a 5k run and it's timed so we've got those you know high expectation athletes that want to come and get their rate their race times we've got that option for them and then if you want to walk it you can too but the cool thing is that you get to actually walk inside the stadium on the baseball field out the stadium back around the parking lot so it's a it's there's a lot of eye candy there in terms of what you get to see while you're doing this 5k race wow i totally didn't know
0: about that that's so cool
1: yeah and then we what we do every single year is we kick off the race with the release of white doves the white does symbolize that these moms and their families will, also, will always have a home with mommy and cancer foundation. Cause when you release does into the air, they know where to go home.
0: That's so beautiful. <laughs> they just beautiful. know
1: where to go. So I, for us, it's a symbol that, you know, moms wherever they go, they'll always have a home with Mommy and Me Cancer Foundation. So that's that's how we kick off the race, and at the end, all finishers, so you have to finish, get a sprinkle cupcake.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm all about sprinkle cupcakes. Yes. And so, if people wanted to find out more information about this race, where would they go? So
1: they'll go to www.mamcf.org/slash5k. There, you can find all the information you need in regards to registering the event. Uh, if you want to fundraise, you have that option too. You get to create your own fundraising page. So there's different things you could do. You could even create a team, and have uh, our our number one fundraising team will get to have an, a VIP Angels tour of the stadium. So, you know, there's there's different fun activities it's going to be at the event too. Face painting. We have got a Legos booth. So it's a it's a family friendly event. And we welcome everyone to come to support the community and to support these families. But, yes, again, you can go to www.mancf.org slash 5K, and that's where you can find all the information you need to register or donate.
0: Excellent. So Saturday, June 25th, at what time?
1: Doors open at 7 o'clock, and the race starts promptly at 9.
0: There you go. So if they can't make it to this event, and they want to know about other future events, they go to that exact same website, is that correct?
1: Yes, they do. So they could go there and uh, it brings them to our event landing page, but you they could also explore and go in to find out more about us and more about our programs. And if they wanted to volunteer, they could do that as well.
0: Beautiful. And then social media as do Instagram, Facebook, um, Snapchat, whatever the case may be <laughs> is there <laughs> any social media? that they can engage yes, in? Yes,
1: uh, we are definitely on Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram.
0: Do they just type in Mommy and Me uh, CF? Yep,
1: Mommy and Me Cancer, Mommy and Me Cancer Foundation, Mommy and Me CF. Okay. Those are the ones that they could look for. And um, if they go to our website, at org at the uh, top right, they could click on all of those links there. Could, uh, okay. Oh, YouTube too. They could see some videos. Oh, that's good to know.
0: So talking about support, you know, within the organization, I know you've uh, had a lot of support and donors, you know, helping you create this event. Is there anybody you want to give that a shout out to, a thank you to?
1: Absolutely. So I just want to especially thank the Vincent and Shannon Pozzuoli Charitable Fund. They are our presenting sponsors. And I'd also like to thank all of our sponsors who have made the decision to just be a part of the community and uh be a part of the event it it speaks volumes that they're willing to involve their employees and just be a part of something that means a lot to the community and i also like to thank all of our donors as well as our volunteers and we cannot do it without you so i i really want to extend my gratitude on behalf of the board of directors and myself so thank you so much to everybody and uh Hope to
0: see you guys there. Okay, cool. Yes. All right, so I'm going to wrap this up by asking you this question, and that's based on, this all comes from, you know, all the families you've worked with, um, just you living life. What is your message to the world?
1: I, what I want to tell the world is to use your talent and find your purpose because you're going to find happiness by knowing that
0: you're not only helping people but you're changing a little bit of this universe amen to that amen to that well <laughs> thank you so much thank you for that reminder i hope everybody makes it to the june 25th is that right june 25th june 25th uh race i hope y'all can make it if you can't make it please 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 contribute in some uh shape or form all right Jen. i'll talk to you soon okay thank you if you know a friend a relative or a colleague that you think may find this episode valuable please feel free to share it with them and if you would like to receive free tips and tools to elevate your greatness and stay updated on future episodes you can opt in on my website at romeo go ahead and follow me on facebook instagram or twitter for inspiration and motivation you can just search my name romeo marquez jr all right y'all this is romeo signing off saying keep believing Keep loving and continue to ignite your light with the world because the world needs you. It's time. It's time. Oh yeah. It's time. Peace.